You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builders' labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang A bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and... Uh, a little bit understaffed today. Cricket Australia dropped a few people off the uh, off the contracts, and uh, Loose Lips, you've been promoted up the batting order. A good morning, young Warren. Yes, but uh, don't worry, listeners. It is the A team here, oh, so you don't have to worry about anything. Let him in the door, and he just <laughs> promotes himself. I got her. Someone's got her. <laughs> anyway, Mayday. Uh, was Friday and the march would normally be on uh, this afternoon, but the good news is Roachie's sausage sizzle is off. A, a cheery a old Roachie, yes. Yeah, no, none of the listeners or anyone out there has to have to put up with the poison sausages that he cooks every year. No, in all honesty, he doesn't cook Yeah, them. he doesn't cook at all. He gets the young Trav usually <laughs> doesn't. Come on. That's very true, very true. But a, very, a cheerio to Roachie anyway. <laughs> cheerio to everyone. Uh, Mayday's off this year, obviously. And uh, coronavirus continues. The yes, industry does. is open. We are getting on with it, and uh, there's a few people, bosses, of course, which we'll mention in due course, who are having a bit of a whinge. Well, I reckon they're bullshitting when they say they're only at 60% uh, productivity. I reckon they're at probably 80%. Oh, at least. A lot of the subbies I've spoken to in the last couple of weeks reckon they're down 10 to 15%. So yep. they're over 80%. They ain't doing bad. They're getting their progress payments. They are actually still making money. And they're still trying to claim this job bar, job keeper too, Warren. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that in due course. Now, we should also say that uh, clearly the coronavirus uh, problems are starting to uh, lessen. Yes. There are still, unfortunately, too many people who are passing away, our older citizens, who... Uh, in uh, a number of aged care facilities are uh, getting knocked over at a rate of knots which is 
very uh, upsetting and traumatic for a lot of their families. But anyway, uh, we can say the Inkling bus is out there on the job now and doing the testing which will give our members and the industry a bit of confidence that they can work safely and it will be hopefully only a short time before we are getting back to something like normal. And for the listeners out there who are wondering how to get in touch with the, uh, the Inca Link bus, just have a chat to your, your delegate on site. And, uh, and if you guys want to get it out there, you know, a bit of, bit of peace of mind for, for everyone on the job, uh, book it in and, um, and I'm sure the, the lads at Inca Link will, uh, will get out there when they possibly can. And uh, John Shetka, the uh, brand secretary, has been out to do his test. He uh, did, yep. Earl Setchers uh, did his test on uh, Tuesday and uh, he was, uh, let's say, uh, the subject of a fair bit of uh, satire. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. If you go check, Earl Setchers' health report is on the internet. <laughs> Be careful what you see, bud, yeah? Yeah, well... Uh, Your eyes might hurt. The uh, coronavirus test was negative, but he tested positive to a whole lot of other yeah, but, social but, diseases. For everything else, you name it. <laughs> right, so cheerio to Earl, cheerio to John, done the, uh, done the test. Leading by example, yes. take the opportunity. If you've got any doubts, for the sake of your family and your workmates, have the test. Righto, moving along, we should mention that the EBA uh, discussions that have been going on around the industry are continuing, but now we get to the serious part of affairs because now the legal process has got to start. We're at the pointy end, Warren, that's correct. And what will happen now is that your employer will be receiving a notification of a uh, desire to finalise negotiations. There also needs to be under the fair whack, uh, fair work fair act. Whack, yeah. it's, a, it's not a fair whack, I'll give you yeah, the that's right. But the Fair Work Act... Uh, you also have to, as an employer, once you've been notified by the union that they wish to negotiate, you have to issue a rep rights notice. And uh, all that stuff is going to now take place and we will have negotiations with those who want to negotiate and then we'll go through the rest of the process under the Fair Work Act for those that don't. So. Let the good times roll. That's it. And it'll be a little bit different this time with, uh, with all the COVID. I highly doubt we'll be all able to be uh, shoved into, uh, uh, not Fed Square, what's, what's the joint? Festival, Festival Hall. Hall. Festival yeah. Hall, Young Warren. So uh, we'll have to get out there and, and, and do vote by vote, something by something. It'll have to be company by company. And uh, that's why the rep rights notice is very important. It needs to be done. It's legally a requirement of employers to issue and then the document will be then put to the employees and they will vote on it. Now, that will be an interesting problem because there will have to be with the big companies, the big form workers and so on, a multiplicity yes. of meetings because of the social distancing and limitations on gatherings. So so when we do get to that point, it, it will take a little bit of time, but just be patient. You know, we're, we're all trying to work through it together and, and do our best, but uh, but yeah, it's not as, not as easy as it used to be at this point. That's right. 
And there will be, without a doubt, criticism in the media about the union no. pursuing a new EBA precisely at the time when the world is ending. They wouldn't do anything like that, would they, Warren? No. Talk, talk badly about us. Ending. Yes, that's correct. The world is not ending. The world is a bit off-skew at the moment, but the industry is functioning. And as far as the union is concerned, we are in a position where our previous agreement has now expired, and while it stays in place legally till it's replaced, that expiry is, was last year, and we have been trying to negotiate a new agreement. Coronavirus did muck the process up, yes. but it can't be used as an excuse. The industry is going to continue. There will be jobs finishing, jobs starting. There will be jobs continuing for the next 12 months, all the rest of it. So we need to have a set of wages and conditions in place, which everyone can work to and have uh, some confidence that uh, they will be, without a doubt, receiving the proper wages and conditions. Yeah, business as usual. Yes, which does lead us on to JobKeeper. Oh, God. Now, we're not going to talk about what happens in the hospitality industry, what happens in the retail industry, where casuals who could be earning uh, 400 bucks a week will now automatically, under JobKeeper, get 750. It's not, not a bad little rort, jeez. Go, go for your lives. Up your luck. So are the bosses, unfortunately, because right. they're saying, well, you're on 300 bucks a week, you're going to be on 750, uh, give us 150 and you can have the extra 200. Yeah, let's split the middle, uh, the middle and uh, happy days for both parties. So that's what's happening in other industries, but in this industry, in the construction industry, you are, unless you are a casual who has been on irregular hours, if you're on daily hire, weekly hire, you just continue as normal. Yes. Your wages, your conditions continue as normal. The boss says don't come tomorrow, you still pay him. That's right. He has an obligation under the EBA because we are not based purely on the award like other industries. We have EBAs in place and that requires that we work five days a week and be paid five days a week. And all the entitlements, the funds, super, redundancy, long service leave, yes. all those things are still in place. The insurances are in place, everything continues. So all make... that happens is the boss gets 750 bucks a week to offset his cost. That's right. That's not our issue. That's for him and the government to sort out. Our issue is no one gets their hours changed. No one gets their wage rates changed. Everything stays as normal. And make sure if uh, if the bosses do come up to you to have a chat about the job JobKeeper system, uh, make sure you get in touch with your delegate or your, your organiser and officials uh, because, you know, they're going to try and rule it somehow. We all know that, that they are. They're, they're doing it in the other industries. Who knows what they're going to try and do with ours. So, yeah, just uh, just make sure you touch base with someone if they do come talk. Yes, and uh, at this point, we might send a cheerio to Ivan the Abysmal. Oh, uh, Ivan D. God, Ivan, please. Right. Big You're sookie. worth a Big Sookie will come to you in due course. Yeah, but, you'll get uh, the story's going around that uh, I and D are asking for JobKeeper. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, right. they're, they're losing plenty, God. So boys and girls working for IND, you still are on five days a week. That's it. 36 hours, yep. plus all your <coughs> funds and other benefits. And entitlements. Righto. Now just because I'm in such a good mood, Lisbon, <laughs> we're going to have a little tune now. Beautiful. This is Shirley and Lee, the original recording of Let the Good Times Roll, dedicated to all the employers who uh, might think the EBA ain't going to happen. Tune, Warren. What a tune. Who, who was that again? Sorry. Shirley and Lee. Shirley and Lee. Love so, it. Uh, New Orleans recording from many years ago and probably the original recording. But anyway, moving along. Where are we at? Talk to me. Temperature testing. Ah, oh, this. And, and who would be doing the temperature testing? Lots of people want to do it. Of course they the do. The ones who are desperate to do it are... I'll give you two guesses. Oh, look, look, it, it, it's, I don't think it'd be too hard to guess. Let me have a, have a, have a shot in the dark here. It would, would it be CPV, young Oh, man? 10 out of 10 for that boy there. And for the, for the second, I'm, I'm tipping, I reckon it'd be John Holland. Oh, what, mate? You have just gone up to open the, the batting for the concrete Mate, game. I told you, 18. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> Where's the gorilla? What's going on? <laughs> well, 
He's somewhere out there in that miserable weather, so he'd be uh, nice and cold, so he'll fail the temperature test <laughs> on the negative side. The hypothermia. Yes. No, no, temperature testing is an issue that is arising in the industry. And uh, as you say, CPB and John Hollands are leading the push. Yes. Now, I understand that some of our members at CUB agreed to uh, temperature testing. Mm-hmm. But their regime is a, a bit different from what's getting proposed around the construction industry. They have two tests, a, uh, the thermal gun test, uh, which is pointed at your forehead and it gets a basic reading. And if you are over a certain temperature, about 38 as I understand it, yep. and uh, obviously if you're at 38, you, are, you have got a problem in terms of heat. Whether that is an actual sickness, illness problem is another matter. So there's a second test, and the second test uh, then is a far more substantial test because it's the proper thermometer that's put in your ear with a sheath around the, uh, the testing uh, face. And what you get is a second reading. Again, if you're over 38, then you are advised to uh, go and see your doctor because clearly you have a fever or seem to have a fever is a better way of putting it. And if you come back all clear, well, no one loses a cent. That's it. If you've got a health problem that is uh, then identified and uh, substantiated by the doctor, obviously you can go on sick leave. But uh, in terms of CPB and John Hollands, they sort of mirror that process. Oh, they, they wouldn't do that, would they now, young Warren? Jeez. But um, there seems to be a problem with who pays. Well, it's, it's always pay. comes the end of that. So if you're a subby, you turn up to the job and uh, you are a bit high in terms of your temperature, body temperature, they'll send you away. Who's paying? Someone's got it. That's right. And I would suggest to them that at this point in time they have got subbies coming to their various jobs and you fill in the paperwork and you uh, clearly are allowed to start work in nine cases out of ten. The one case where you say you've just come back from overseas in terms of filling out the paperwork or you have been exposed to someone will they ask you to go away and get a test done. But what we're doing is, at the moment, seeing a whole lot of new innovations. They've got an app, so you don't have to fill in the paperwork. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's and, always the an app. and the information will disappear off this app uh, as soon as you come in the second day, and so on and so forth. So let's just say there's a whole lot of question marks over these schemes, and they're going to introduce them as compulsory from tomorrow. So so let me get this right, Warren. They, so they do the, the shot in the head first, and then if yep. you read too high, see, see you later, or are they doing the second test straight away also? No, they're giving you a break. Yep. Uh, the problem is that uh, they are not so sure that they are going to, uh, shall we say, give you enough time actually cool off. So say if you were running late for work and you jogged on in, uh, so the temperature's up a bit, 
particularly if you're a little bit overweight, yeah. uh, you might find that your uh, body temperature's gone right up. Uh, the question is, what are the safeguards? And two, if your body temperature stays up for an extended period of time, say an hour, uh, while you sit around and wait for the second test, are you in fact going to get paid for that time? Or is it back on the subby, who often are not getting paid uh, their uh, progress payments That's on time, right. yep. or are they re uh, getting their retention back? So a new cost on them, but oh gee. CPB and John Hollands, we are community-minded oh, companies. great people. You we know, make sure that the subbies pay. And I was just thinking that just as you were saying it, you know, what about the brothers like uh, the, you, and, you and me, you know, a little less feathers on top coming into winter, wearing our beanies, so we're trying to keep warm up there, take it off. Mate, oh, geez, it'd be like I'm a thermos or something. I'd be reading 65, you know, so... My daddy's got his beanie on it. I've, I've got it. I've got to have it on it. So there's nothing up there, you know. Our grass doesn't grow through concrete, so it's all right. <laughs> but, yeah, it is. It's, look, you know, just another way to get, you know, back onto the subbies and, so, and rip them off. Folks, you need to talk to your organisers, your delegates, because not only is it CPB and John Hollands who are pushing this, there'll be other people who will be following and uh, the industry has a working group which deals with uh, all aspects of the coronavirus uh, pandemic and temperature testing is not part of the guidelines. That's right. So people are trying to introduce stuff and there has to be a proper consultation. I can see and concede that at CUB they had a consultation, they yes. came up with a process, they got agreement and they're actually making it work and people don't feel themselves disadvantaged nor put upon. So That's right. let's just see where we get to, but be warned, it is a problem. Now, job news? Uh, there isn't a great deal this week, is there, Warren? Or? Well, there's a couple of things that we should mention. Yes. One of those is the uh, fatality out at RHF stone in Dingley. Absolutely terrible. It's not a, uh, a union workplace, but they are suppliers of rock stone to, I suspect, basically the uh, domestic part of the industry. Yeah. But a woman was killed uh, inside a container. Yes. The rock went over, the stone went over and crushed her. Yeah, slab, of, slab the, of marble. Yeah, this is the second time there's been such a fatality, and I just, I just find it extraordinary that uh, you can have stone being put into a container in a vertical position, becomes unstable, and there are people being put into the containers, and I'm not sure what they're actually doing in there. Look, I've got no idea either, Warren, and, and this has happened, this is the third fatality of, of seen uh, in regards to a container, you know, what two was stone and one in a milk factory up at Chukaway. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a couple of years ago now also. But, um, look, there's four doors to a container. There's Once you're in there, you know, if you don't have them all open, there's no access egress, and it, it's as simple as that. And you just, you shouldn't be in there. It, 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 it's, it's, mate, it, it's so easy to uh, to avoid this, and, uh, and, it, and it's terrible that it's happened again, and this poor lady's lost her life. I think she was, you know... Uh, early 30s, Warren, and uh, yes. yeah, absolutely terrible. So, 
that is a, a complete disaster and uh, WorkSafe are investigating, well, I, I would guess that the circumstances won't be any different from the two previous occasions. That's right. And uh, I would have thought that there would be a simple solution to all this, and that is stone is not uh, transported in a vertical position. Loosely in a container. It has to be in a horizontal position, obviously. Uh, with timbers between the various uh, sections of stone so that they can get it out mechanically. That's it. Without people getting in the container. But anyway, there's lots of uh, issues in terms of health and safety around the industry and I'm sure there will be a lot more. Now, we might go to scallywags because obviously RHF, stone, at Dingley, need to be mentioned oh, straight up as a scallywag. Well, we've got a few more. Oh, have we? Who have we got? We've got CityCon. Oh, what's going on with CityCon now? Oh, Ivan. This is a different Ivan. It's this a is, different Ivan this, this is not Ivan the Abysmal. This is <laughs> Ivan the Appalling. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chrismatic. And uh, he hasn't paid his employees super in six months. Oh, mate, I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's paid for everything else, yeah? Or now nothing. he did get mentioned on a concrete gang as being uh, on the edge of, uh, shall we say, being shut down as a uh, trading entity. Well, I, I have noticed, Warren, on the way home, he had a uh, Taylor Marine wait. It's a bit of a statue out there, the old CityCon job. I don't know what's going on. Well, you can't get anyone to work there. Oh, that's a problem. Aren't getting paid. Oh, no one's getting paid. That that old one, eh? <laughs> hey, that old chestnut. They ain't getting paid, so they're not fronting up. Oh, fair enough. Rightfully so. And uh, I think is that the job he inherited from Frank Nadim? Yes, yes. Could you believe it? Because he was going to work at the start with old Francis in charge. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Well, my suspicion is. Frankie babies slipped out the side and avoided ah. the, uh, the uh, economic disaster that uh, Ivan's inherited. He's pretty good at that, old Frank. But anyway, Ivan, you've got an EBA, you have to pay your uh, employees their entitlements. That's correct. Now we should also mention here, oh, the one and only Danny Cullen. Oh, mate, no. Independent really. contractors. God. They're a scaffold company for those that don't pick it up from the name. Uh, you'll get mentioned, Danny, because what did you do? You uh, put your so-called non-EBA company into the city, oh. the middle of the city, on a, on a shutdown, and uh, got them to do a job. Can't Mate, that. Very, very, very unchristian of That's you. it. Very disappointing, you know? Yes, but that almost piles into insignificance compared to SRG. Mate, what's going on there? I, I heard old mate Kayleys is over there now. What's his name? Frank. Oh, Fidelli. Fidelli. He's over there now. What's yes, he done? Yes, he's an SRG and uh, there were mass sackings. Yep. The mass sackings of who? The SRG boys. The old SRG boys. Oh, and Frankie's come not in. Not the people that Frank's brought oh, in. Oh, so Frank's taken his crew. Oh, yeah. Oh, that old one. Oh, oh yeah. The Dally. So the A team has just been replaced by the B team. <laughs> you know all about that. Oh, loose yeah. Lips. Loose lips are straight in there. That's it. <laughs> uh, Frank, uh, Frank has been 
a little bit unchristian. Come on, Frank. And there's blokes that have been working for the various companies that SRG uh, took over, including Summit and so on. And now everyone who has been retrenched this past week have all been the long-termers. So obviously there's going to be a whole lot of unfair dismissal claims, etc., etc. Frank, mate. What a schmozzle. Unfortunate. Righto, obviously CPB and John Hollands for their uh, groundbreaking uh, efforts. <laughs> their attempt and, at changing uh, the world. I'd like to nominate Ivan the Abysmal from IND for the Sookie Lala of the Week. Yeah, that's a straight up. Because he, uh, he had all these problems and a solution was found at uh, one of his uh, jobs for uh, ProBuild. Everyone was agreed, this is how we can sort it out, and then he chucked the shit. Would you and believe? it wasn't as much as he wanted. <laughs> and there's no guarantee he's going to get JobKeeper or anything else. So, Ivan, you are the sookie la la of the week. Well done, Unanimous. Ivan. Well done. But let's be serious for a sec. Skellywags of the week. Who are we going with, Warren? Well, Frank... Deserves uh, Danny, yes. yes. Ivan, charismatic. But listen, I reckon if you kill someone, you have got to be Skellywag. Uh, 100%, 100%. So RF, RHF, staying out of Dingley, definitely our Skellywag yep, of the week. Sure. And our condolences to the, uh, the unfortunate uh, fatality uh, and, and her, her family. I'm not sure of it because the name hasn't come out yet. Her family and friends. And I just think that WorkSafe have got to be a whole lot stronger in this regard. Yes, very true. Okay, we're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And uh, we're going to go out with a, another little tune from New Orleans. <laughs> You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.